Welcome to Rhema for Today. You see, anything that God's already made provision for you, or in other words, promised you, or already provided for you, can be yours now. And so these are steps right up to it. But in some areas, things have to work out over a period of time, sometimes in the area of finances, and so on. And they become principles then that you put into practice over a period of time. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching, How to Write Your Own Ticket with God, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. Now you can open your Bibles again to the fifth chapter of Mark's Gospel. Mark chapter 5, verse 25. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue, or power, as the Greek says, had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. Now I started last night to speak on this subject. It's been so long, and you know I have a good memory, but it's been so long since I spoke on this that I don't even remember. Amen. Since I related this. I may refer briefly to it occasionally, but that's different and going in detail and speaking on it. I was conducting a meeting in Phoenix, Arizona in 1953, the latter part of, uh, in fact, we was there three weeks, uh, the latter part of November and the first part of December. And on Friday night of the first week of December, as the home where I was staying, we'd gathered for some refreshments and time of fellowship. And uh, suddenly I had a, burden to pray. These were all full gospel people. They understood, and so we just went to prayer. Now, if you want to hear the first part of it, you'll have to get the tape last night, because there's a, there's a whole lot to it. But uh, the Lord Jesus appeared to me in a vision, and uh, he talked to me uh, first about uh, my ministry, and he talked to me about uh, some spiritual things. He talked to me about financial things, my finances. And he said, uh, 54 is the year for more. And uh, I knew that he meant more in, in the three areas he was talking, ministry, spiritually, and financially. 
And in 1954, from a financial standpoint, the Lord gave my wife and I two houses and lots. Praise God. Amen. And uh, we had been a little while before then just living in a little three-room, not three-bedroom, three-room apartment. And when I'd come in off the road, you know, while there's no place for Ken to sleep, he slept on a rollaway bed in the kitchen because we didn't have but three rooms. But, thank God, God gave us two three-bedroom homes in that year. One at the beginning of the year. We closed out the deal for it February 54. And uh, then in, in uh, a little later on that year, in uh, June, praise God. And uh, it was a year for more financially, spiritually, and ministry-wise. And then he said to me, be faithful, fulfill thy ministry, for the time is short. Well, if the time was short in 1954, then the time, or 53, the time is even shorter now. About 31 years shorter. Jesus is coming. Amen. And so he, when he said, be faithful, fulfill your ministry, turned around and walked away. Just like somebody holding a conversation with you would turn around and walk out the door, through, you know, leave the room. And I said to him, dear Lord, may I ask you a question, please? And he turned and came back to me and said, yes. And I said, because this was on my heart, you know, afterwards you think of a, we say, you know, just speaking humanly, a thousand and one things. But uh, at a time like that, that's a spiritual experience. It's not a mental experience. And whatever you think or whatever's on your mind has nothing to do with that. You don't even think about it then because you're not in the mental realm. See, God's not a mind. God's a spirit. And you are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. And, and so actually at a time like that, the only thing that you will think about is whatever's on your heart. Your heart, your spirit, you see. Whatever's here. And this was what was heavy on me. I, I said, I have two sermons that I preach. Two messages. One of them really a preaching sermon. The other more of a teaching message. From Mark chapter 5, the woman with the issue of blood. And I have the, it seems to me that I have the consciousness. More of an inward witness than an inward intuition. Uh, a lot of time when I preach that, that there's something else there. A lot of time when I'm praying. Uh, one time in prayer, it seemed like I just practically had it. Now, some way or another, I didn't get it. So, if I'm right, while you're here, I wish you'd give me that message or that, that outline, that sermon outline. And so, Jesus said, you are right, and I'll give it to you. Get your pencil and paper and write it down. And so, he said, write down one, two, three, four. Well, I wrote down one, two, three, four. I know then that there's going to be four points. And I left enough room between each one of them so you could fill in whatever he's going to say. Then he said to me, if anybody anywhere, well, anybody anywhere included us there in that home in 1953, but anybody anywhere includes all of us here today. Anybody anywhere. We'll take these four steps or we'll put these four principles into operation. Now, he didn't explain that. I understood what he meant by it. I'll explain it to you. You see, anything that God's already made provision for you, or in other words, promised you, or already provided for you, can be yours now. And so these are steps right up to it. 
But in some areas, things have to work out over a period of time, sometimes in the area of finances and so on. And they become principles then that you put into practice over a period of time. And so he said, if anybody anywhere will take these four steps or will put these four principles into operation, they will always receive. Well, always means every time, doesn't it? I mean, if this is true, we ought to give heed to it. And if it can be proven by the scriptures... And remember now that the Bible said in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. And so if it can be proven from three scriptural references, the same principles or the same steps, then it's gospel and Bible truth, isn't it? Amen? Amen. Then if we don't receive, it's all our fault. Now, it couldn't be God's because he don't ever fail anyway. If anybody anywhere will take these four steps or put these four principles into operation, they will always receive from me or from God the Father whatever they need or whatever they want. Now, he didn't uh, give me any title to it, and so I wrote my own title to it. And I call it How to Write Your Own Ticket with God. How to Write Your Own Ticket with God. And again, you run into folks that, well, the very idea, you can't write your own ticket with God. It's all up to God. Well, no, that's not true. You see, man has his part to play as well as God has his part to play. Amen? Amen. What did this woman do? So he said to me then, what was the first step? Now, you see, what did this woman need? What did this woman want? Well, you can see the greatest need of her life is healing. She suffered for 12 long years, suffered many things of many physicians. She's nothing bettered, but after 12 years, worse. Then she spent all of her money, all of her living. She's got nothing left. That certainly is a destitute condition, hopeless and helpless, isn't it? Amen? Now, Jesus said to me, what was the first step that she made? Or, what was the first step that she took toward deliverance or healing? Well, when he asked me that, I, I, I thought, well, now, the, let's see, 25th, 26th verse tells us about her condition. And spending all of her money, and the 27th verse said, when she heard of Jesus. So I said, well, when she heard of Jesus. He said, no, no, that's not a step that she made. That's a step that somebody else made. They came to tell her about Jesus. Now, you see, you have to realize this, that you've got to hear first. Are you listening to me now? See, she heard. Now, after she heard about Jesus, wonder what she heard. She's bound to have heard that he's healing people. Amen. I said amen. amen. Because that's what she came after. So what was the first step? And you know, I really didn't know. Now, I'd preached from Mark 11, 23, uh, partly the same principle, but I really didn't know. He said to me, 28th verse said, For she said, the first step she made was she said. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. 
I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagen, Keeping Stress from Becoming Distress. Also in this package is the book entitled Faith Worketh by Love. Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagen entitled Hey God, Why Is It Taking So Long? Last but not least is mini book from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled God's Medicine. You can get all of this for the price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And, and, you know, on the campus right now, we have a beautiful site. We do, yes. All the Christmas lights. All the Christmas lights are on. All over the campus. And they'll be on until uh, January the 2nd from 5.30 to 11.30 p.m. every every night. Every night, yes. And if you want to come, hey, it's it's great. We They come in from all over to see these Christmas lights. And, and you know, honey, they try to capture them in pictures or even yeah. in video. You just really can't you capture can't that. It. Especially no. walking through that park. Oh, my. Now, you can drive through the campus, but yeah. you can't drive through that park. park. And that's yes. where all the is really beautiful. beautiful is. <laughs> well, I just wanted to throw that in there about the Christmas lights for people. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, How to Write Your Own Ticket with God. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.